and welcome to The Process, a podcast about creative people and their creative processes. I'm Kevin Hugerworth. I'm John Lee. And uh, Season four finale. Season four. Wow. We did it. We did it. We, we haven't done it yet. We made it. We I made have to edit it. all of these. It's August. We recorded these in February. I'm the worst person alive. Shout and out. every time I say that, it just makes me sound like a worse person. Yeah. Shout out to uh, the Hugerworth family for letting us stay yeah. at their place. Shout out, Shout to, out to a friend to, of the show, uh, Jane Mitchell. Jane Mitchell. Uh, for my my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> playing that awesome uh, DJ game with us the whole yeah, way down. That was fun. Uh, shout out to your dog Cora. Yeah, who's a little, who's cute. Who's a who's a great little mutt. Uh, shout out, shout out to that hot tub, the hot tub my parents have. I think that's uh, the, shout out to the star to, of the to Ricky show, really. Ryan, Travis Klein, and Brandon Brandon Gross for letting us use their garage and not moving the table back to their uh, entryway. <laughs> we did we it, used. did we? No. no, we we absolutely not. <laughs> we did nothing. <laughs> we messed stuff up. Uh, shout out to. Brandon and Ruben, they were there. I don't know. Yeah. They don't shout out. They shout didn't out do anything. To Edmund, who, uh, wow, that was. Thank you for yeah. Being thank on you our again. Show. Let's uh, uh, let's mention him again on this. You can stop this yeah. episode. Go listen to that. One. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so shitty. That's uh, mean. Uh, what was the other thing I was gonna say? Oh yeah, I mean, just thanks to all the people we had. On, yeah, and on thanks the for any new, new listeners. Yeah, new listeners in this season. Uh, we're this gonna try. And, uh, each season gonna is gonna be a new a new state. Maybe. No, it's probably not. not. We're be, just, I think we're just going to drive around and record people that we want to record. So, uh, yeah, the process isn't going anywhere, but it is going to have consistent going, gaps between content. Yeah. I mean, that's just the reality of this that's show. That's just how it is until now. We yeah. start, until we can do this as a living. So, hey, here's if you like the show, support us at Patreon. And more uh, stuff will come out. And tell people about it, and more stuff will come out. Because if I can yeah. just quit my job and do this, then it would actually happen. Right, yeah. We need an income. <laughs> Yeah. So do it. But thanks for. But also just to d- yeah. just listen. I mean, anyways. we're consistent at being inconsistent. So it's become a running gag. That. So if you like the gag, yeah, we we've turned our flaws into bits. So that's Aren't, what we. Yeah. That's how we justify yeah. it. I uh, man, I can't believe like season three premiered a year ago and it's still not done. It's still not <laughs> and done. It's five episodes long. It'll it'll <laughs> come out tomorrow, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, it always will. Um. All right. We're it's still hot up here. So let's yeah. Get into so it. Uh, yeah. Final Who episode of the season. We have Kelly Beach, uh, sister of Andrew Beach, but that's, that's not, not how, identity. That's, that's I just want to point out because it's, it's just an interesting thing. Yeah. People will be like Beach and also Beach. I wonder if they're related. They are. They are. It's it's his younger younger sister. sister. Um, yeah, and she's friends with my sister. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And she her project is called <laughs> Otis and the. You gotta look it up. I gotta look it up. We'll cut this out. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. I forgot. Otis and the and the Otis and the. I just I want. Know. I don't know. I just want to Otis. say Otis writing. Otis in the ocean. Otis in the ocean. Okay, that sounds seamless. That's a good, a good yeah. name. You can cut it to, to right. for well, what it sounds I'll like. Just keep that in. Okay. Uh, Otis in the ocean. Uh, she's very good. I really like her stuff. Well, this is like the only episode this season where we really riff at all because is it? we were so like just just tired and delirious. So tired and delirious and it was she like was the probably last, just like last thing. What's wrong with you two? Exactly. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Uh and we join them in a conversation already in progress. That, um Kelly works at a preschool. I did not know that. Yeah. I do. Got any good stories? Whoa. People <gasps> work at preschools and like Ooh. little kids they always have like good poop stories and things like that. There are some really good stories. <laughs> Good poop stories? Yeah, it was um, like, oh, a kid like had a handful of poop and gave it to me. No, like, I've heard no. That. Oh, that's never happened. But I, one of the first times I had to like change a diaper 
was because a kid pooped their pants. And I was like, oh, no. And I'm, I'm only the aide, so the teacher has to stay in the classroom with the kids. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go in the bathroom with this little girl who she was also like the worst child at the preschool like right. just absolute of course like, she, demon. Pooped she pooped her pants no she's but like her pants. aside from pooping her pants she was also just the worst <laughs> that kid was like ever. the best day when she yeah. pooped her pants <laughs> no. we we're like oh finally <laughs> something to back it up no but um and i had to change her her dirty underwear and i was there i was there for like a month and i had to do this and i was mortified Ew. it was like gross well, how old it, is this kid she was three that's like too old to have to because like she's yeah. conscious she like knows yeah, that yeah. you're changing her poopy pants yeah right she's yeah. like watching me and i was like this is gross it was bad (laughs) i feel like it's weird if it's like the beginning of the year and it's like a new batch of kids and you haven't developed a relationship with them and you're just she she had been there a while (laughs) yeah she had been there for a little while i i was the new one so i was freaking out i just would i care if i was 30 if someone was just changing i think i would care i think i would care yeah i'd be embarrassed i wouldn't just be like yeah she was not embarrassed she was like this yeah, is what I was waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> she wanted it. Yeah, probably. So tell us about what you do creatively. You're a musician? I am a musician. Mm-hmm. I am also an artist. I um, am a student at San Jose State University oh, right um, in their art department, uh, specifically spatial art, uh-huh. which is not galaxies. <laughs> uh, so you're a musician and art. Is, if you say music is your, your forte and then or um, is it... Not really. Um, I, it's actually, I have kind of a weird history with art. I think, um, I did ballet for eight years of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They say if ballet was any easier, it would be called football. That is maybe true. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) There's some pretty bad ballerinas out there. Uh, (laughs) And, but I, so I did that for a long time and I then eventually kind of found my way to music and did that very like just for fun and just right. because it was something I was learning and teaching mm-hmm. myself. Um, and then found my way to visual art and that's where I am now. So that's, I think visual art is probably my forte uh-huh. um, more so than music, but just because I'm in school for it. Right. And that's yeah. like, <laughs> what, what sort of uh, visual art do you lean towards? I guess um, mainly like fiber arts, which is like fabric and sewing oh, and cool. things with not metal or glass or ceramic cool. or wood. <laughs> okay. What like what sort of things do you make? Like with just um, like yeah, I don't know, scarves. <laughs> <laughs> I have made a scarf recently. I I relearned how to knit, and so that was kind of fun. But um, mainly like embroidery. So okay. like sewing drawings onto fabric is basically the easiest way to put it. Um, and so that's kind of been something I've been teaching myself because they don't actually teach that at my school, <laughs> which mm. kind of sucks. Right. But just, um, just like YouTube. Yeah, 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 and just looking at a lot of pictures of various embroidery work. Right. Well, um, what's the school that you go to again? San Jose State University. San, what's like the music scene like there, or just the art scene in general? The art like? scene is, it's re- they've got really a really good art program. Uh-huh. Um, they're mainly known for like animation and things like that. Right. So in oh, like, yeah, because Pixar is so close, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And so there's a lot of people who do digital media art and stuff like that. Right. So the um, like spatial and pictorial, those kind of departments aren't as focused on, but there's some really, really good professors there. Do, and do you um, know, like, how would you define your style? I'm still figuring that out. Right. I think, um, definitely there's a lot of influence from ballet and from, okay. um, like things that I've done in the past, I guess, um, art artistically at least. Um, 
I, I did a piece that was using, um, I was embroidering on like ballet tights. Right. So that was a really cool experience, um, to just kind of look at art form or art as being something that's more fluid than being like, now I am a this, now I am a this. So thinking about it and like, they can all interact with each other. Yeah. How'd you kind of, uh, how'd you approach something like that? Like what was, I guess, what were you trying to express in a piece like that? Um, for that piece specifically, I was, um, sewing like scars onto the tights. Oh, cool. Um, because my leaving ballet was because of an injury. Oh, no. Um, and so, yeah, it was like terrible. It sucked. Um, Wait, was it the kind of thing you could like never go back to ballet? No, I could, I could, but it was like, I had... A serious knee injury like okay. end of my senior year and like couldn't dance in the last show had to get oh, surgery had to, like, it was like at the like, peak yeah yeah, yeah. it was like your classic like high school drama movie uh-huh. like mm-hmm. like oh no the lead star got like <laughs> <laughs> jason street right there right. um but i wasn't paralyzed so that was that <laughs> yeah. was it's good a, it's a friday night lights friday reference night. Right. you have oh, to watch right? it oh, oh yes. you haven't watched it are you crazy any, anyone remember the titans references out there no no all right no. friday night lights much better friday night lights all right. Although Jason Street is a real, I hate him. He's the worst. He's the worst he character. Sucks. Um, well, I trust your opinions. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that time in my life was a very. This is getting very second act, I guess. Sure. That's right. fine. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. We're yeah. loose. We're loose. Okay. Loose. Yeah, loose good. guys. Um, yeah. The the knee injury was definitely a um, like everything artistic halted oh, yeah. for a, a right. while yeah. there. And I really had no other way to express myself. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really see ballet as like an art form, I think. It was just something that I did. Uh-huh, it wasn't uh-huh. like, I am a creative person yeah. making things creatively. It was right. like, I do ballet. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Like, I'm just following the steps. Uh-huh. Um, and then, so after that injury, it was very, like, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't mm-hmm. have any way to like, like I didn't have any outlet. I didn't right. have any like, oh, I'm feeling things. I need to get it out where right. I would usually I'd go to class and I'd go to ballet and have those rehearsal times where I would work out whatever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know that that's what I was doing. Yeah. Um, so then through finding like visual arts and music, I kind of rediscovered that and was like, hey, I can, you know, release emotions in this way yeah. and in a very different format. That's cool. Uh, we talked to um, we had this this guy Devin on our show, and he was talking about how like he used to play basketball, and like that was his outlet. And so I'm yeah, I don't know. I'm realizing like I mean ballet is probably a little more creative than basketball, but like <laughs> you just like need these outlets to yeah. I yeah. don't know. It doesn't, have, it doesn't have to be yeah. Basketball is um, there's a dog in here. Yes, there is. <laughs> I don't say it's like it's like a creative. I mean, you could make the argument that it's creative, but like yeah. I don't know. Even like the rush of like getting up in front of like a bunch of people like that, that mm-hmm. itself is an yeah. outlet. What's the, what would you say like the, the, I mean, of course there are different art forms, but like, what would you say the different difference in feeling or like the difference in the core difference in expression between ballet and like visual arts or music? Uh, what is that like? Um, I don't know. I've, I haven't really thought about that. I think, um, because ballet, it's a performative art and mm. you are, doing things like physically like with your body yeah um whereas like music and art like visual art you're making stuff but it's not like right then and there as Mm -hmm. much music Mm -hmm. sort of i guess but it's very like you stand and you play yeah um and i think the difference in expression is like 
I don't know, with, with ballet, you're often becoming characters and you're becoming mm-hmm. these other people, hmm. um, which is definitely a form of expression and a form of like catharsis in some manner, I guess. Yeah. Um, and with music and with art, you can kind of make things your own and you get to tell your own story and you get to create your own things where with ballet, you're learning this choreography that's been around for hundreds of years and you're mm-hmm. dancing to music that's super old and it's beautiful and it's incredible, but uh-huh. it's, it can be kind of stale sometimes. Okay. And so you're just recreating things that have already been made. Um, yeah. Whereas with music, you get to make new stuff. Totally. Well, how, it, when you're doing like something like ballet, how do you take it and make it your own? Because when you, I'm sure like when you see a different performance, like not, not every performance is going to be the same. Mm-hmm. And of course, like a different yeah. cast is going to be different. What do you think like, how do you take those, you know, hundreds of years old choreography and like, how do you take that and, and make it your choreography, I guess? Yeah, I think it's kind of like any any sort of performance. Like there's mm-hmm. plays that have, I mean, Shakespeare's been yeah. around forever oh, totally. and people yeah. are still right, yeah. finding new mm-hmm. things about it. Um, but I think it's it's really looking into characters and looking into the actual movement for inspiration mm-hmm. and seeing like, how can this be different or just how can I make it my own? Yeah. How can I take these steps and find something new inside them rather than making all new steps. You're right. And I'm sure with ballet, you get that like physical catharsis as well. It's like oh, so yeah. physically <laughs> demanding that like, yeah. you don't like come off stage, like from a music performance, like sweating, or maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, yeah. I mean like, yeah. Like when it comes to your, are you a songwriter as well? When it comes yes, to music? Yeah. Yes. And when did you start doing that? Um, before I started music, actually, okay, um, yeah, I, I that's remember, true for a lot of people. That's yeah, true for you too, Kevin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was writing which is always, I which I'm musical. always, I'm always surprised to hear that. But yeah, yeah, it. I think I. It was interesting. I um, went to a show at Hillside Church. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a house show that actually Brandon Gross was playing at. Oh, and, friend of the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, and it was. I think it was the first time I had heard him play and he was playing mm, ukulele. It was, okay. and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. It was all right. I've seen better. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh, this yeah. guy's incredible, which <laughs> many people think that. And right, I, uh-huh. I just, he's too damn good. Yeah, he's too, too good. I can't, I can't good. follow him. Yeah, he's too good. Let's delete <laughs> his episode. Gotta play it's just too yeah. good. Yeah. Too good. No, um, and so I, that night I was like, I'm going to write a song. And I had no musical background. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And so I so just. So Brandon really inspired you. Yeah. And that's really, that's no, so cool. For real. Yeah. It was, it's weird. And like, I <laughs> yeah. like play with him and I'm like, dang. This is weird. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did a house you're... show here, right? It was, yeah, it was yeah. you, me, Brandon, and was it Sailing South? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah that was fun. It was fun. <laughs> so cool. No, it's so weird. I feel like sometimes your heroes shouldn't be accessible. That's weird to say he's my <laughs> <Right>. hero. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, Brandon. Guess, guess sure. who's right behind <laughs> that? <laughs> ah, Brandon! No. It's funny how it's uh, a sliding door, too. <laughs> oh, um, I really wish he had just like shown up. That would have yeah, been, so been great. Yeah. Brandon. Yeah, well, that's but that's cool. Yeah, that was like definitely like, oh, this is something that's like within my reach, within yeah, my grasp. Right. That it's not like these incredible musicians who have all this training. It's like people that are just kind of figuring it out as they go along. And I'm mm-hmm. sure that's similar for you, Kevin. But, yeah. Well, um, like that's that's true for Brandon. He just yeah, he, he, yeah. I was there with him when he bought. I think I was there with him. Like we were looking at ukuleles. I remember <laughs> he just like had a crappy one, and then he finally got like a nice one, and he just like taught himself a few chords and he was like he was really bad because I, yeah. I was at his first show i mean of course he was always like an amazing songwriter mm-hmm. and an amazing singer but like uh it was just it was funny to like to see him starting out because it's like oh well you obviously don't know what you're doing yeah. so it's yeah no it's it's totally like 
is fine. Like if you're, I, I think that there's a difference between someone who's really particularly musically inclined and somebody who's like a songwriter. And I, mm-hmm. I think that I, I, I think there's overlap and I think you can develop either one. But for me, I was like always writing lyrics and writing song structures and that kind of stuff before I had any sort of musical talent in any regard. And so I don't know. It's just I think it's different parts of the brain or like different. Right. I yeah. don't know. Like there, it's just different skills and like yeah. different inclinations maybe. But yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you seen yourself like getting better then? Like how, how, yeah. how long have you been writing songs? Um, I got a ukulele in 2015 and that's I just I written songs just like right before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like no, none of it holds up. Like. No, well, some of it does. Uh-huh. I don't know. I was I was looking at some of my old songs and I was like, well, like I know what I was trying to say, but I don't think I really said it in the right. song. Where I was like, <laughs> I have this idea that I want to like tell and it was kind of a cool idea but then it never um oh, I was <laughs> like, our pool guy just walked by oh. like it's a strange man walking <laughs> I was like, right that's there. not your dad <laughs> um but yeah just looking at these songs where it's like i i tried to write about mm-hmm. this thing and i did a really bad job of it but the thing i was trying to write about is kind of cool yeah um what were so, those things um like like when you were first starting out that's what i wanted <laughs> yeah, to yeah yeah uh-huh. <laughs> um i was well, I, okay, this is going to be cheesy, I guess. Well, I don't know. That's all right. Um, well, like, Brandon has the song Alaska that's, like, this, the lovey-doviest <laughs> love song you've right. ever heard that's, like, sappy, sugary, sweet. Yeah. And I was like, that's the kind of song I'm going to write. And it just, I don't know if it really worked. But I was wanting to write about, like, being an introvert and uh-huh. being someone who enjoys, like, re recharging by myself and yeah. being alone for those times. Not, I'm shy also, but um, not that introvert is someone who just hates people and extrovert just loves people but yeah, yeah. just like the places you recharge and this idea right, yeah. of like someone can be the person you recharge with and yeah. so that you're Aww. an introvert but like that person is what recharges you and that was like the idea but then it just didn't really work uh, yeah <laughs> I, I had an acting professor once tell me like uh I feel like you're trying, really trying hard to like not be cliche. You just be cliche because like yeah. it's like we all secretly want to be cliche in real yeah. life, so just do it. And I feel like <laughs> when you're like first starting out creatively, you just don't care about being cliche. You're just like, yeah, I'm just gonna like I don't care. And then all, then all so. of a sudden, it's, well, I well I definitely I I go through these waves of like wanting to be. Uh, ironic or like super self-aware and then there's times where it's like I just need to like say how I feel and yeah. like so I, I think it's I think it's okay to do both it's just yeah. like right. don't be a, like if express what you need to express but like I think there's it's funny because Brandon has so many songs where they're just like these hard hitting like oh man that is, <laughs> hits me to my core and then like he also has 50 like songs that are just like it's so stupid <laughs> and cheesy and yeah. gross and sappy and I can't <laughs> believe you wrote that line but it's like they're always good like, right, like, they're yeah. still good like yeah. I, I, I agree I think like, yeah, it's just like just it's, it has to come from a place of honesty, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then how uh, would you say like your overall style has developed over the past? Um, I think few years? as far as songwriting? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Oh, Kelly, get really you're getting really excited. I was like, I'm surprised it took the dog that long. <laughs> Cora. Hush. Cora. <laughs> Damn. What an obedient dog you have. Yes. She's, she's, oh, she oh. she laid down the first time, everyone. Damn. <laughs> He's definitely not repeating. Puppy. Himself. Yeah. <laughs> Down, lay down. <laughs> Boop. It's okay, pup. It's okay. It's okay. Those are good dog sounds. Thanks. Wow. Yeah. Puppy. Is it the dog or is it just John? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's shedding all over me. Why are you shedding? You're a tiny little dog.
Will the mic pick up, pick that up? Even maybe yeah, distantly. So. Yeah, but that's okay. That's fine. That's okay. If you hear distant barks, it's my sad dog. Uh, where were we? Uh, we were talking about how your musical style has developed yeah. over the past few years. Yeah. Right? Um, I think in the beginning I was really just writing like very bluntly about my life uh-huh. and being like, "This is something that's happened." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's right. a song uh-huh. about it. Splat. Yeah. 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 Very like. I don't know why I said splat. But that's, that's, <laughs> that's kind of a, a good a good onomatopoeia for it. Splat. <laughs> um, just like blah. That's the song, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's it. And, yeah, yeah. and that, yep. And there was nothing like beyond that. No, like mm-hmm. this is how I feel about this, or like this is my response to this. Um, and then, as I think I've hopefully gotten better, um, been looking at like situations in my life and being like, this is how I should have responded, or mm-hmm. this is something that I've learned from this, or this is why this crappy situation ended up being a good thing, or right, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, that so it's more thinking like objectively mm-hmm. about situations in my life rather than like this is a situation in my life. <laughs> sure, yeah, totally, yeah. Uh, do you remember uh, performing your first song, your first like uh, original song? Yeah, I do. It was at a house show, and it was with Brandon as well. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, ah, <laughs> I was super nervous. Oh man. Um, did you go perform or after? I did. I went before him. I was the very <laughs> yeah. first person oh, and gosh. it was, <laughs> um, it was like a pretty cool show, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I was super nervous oh, and man. I, the first song I performed was a cover. And so that was right. kind of nice. I was like, all oh, right. I'm, What'd you do? I did 10 things by Paul Barabo. Okay. Oh, yeah. I love Paul Barabo. He's one of my favorite, oh, uh, favorite artists. I played uh, Strawberry for you in the you car. You did, yes. Yeah. What, wait, was I that, love that That was your choice song. for like Sappy Love Song? Yeah. We, yeah. We, <laughs> oh, so we played this game song. on our drive down where... Uh, uh, you me, like, John, and Jane would all we would like pick categories of music, and then we would all pick a song to fit that category. Oh, and so yeah. the category was sappy love songs. Yeah. And I chose uh, Strawberry. Yeah, oh, it was that great. Song. It was a good yeah. song. Yeah, that's like the first song I ever heard of him, and I was like, ah, I love him. <laughs> yeah, totally. And Ten Things but, is also a great song. Yeah, super good. Um, and then I played several originals, which it like wasn't that scary to be like I'm being really honest about my life right um, yeah. it was mostly scary because my dad was there and he was <laughs> oh, filming man. the whole thing oh, oh, to know my oh, mom shoot. and oh, I was no. like oh man I like I cuss in a few of these songs and they like yeah. they aren't about uh-huh. that and I was right. like oh no I don't want to like hear my mom <laughs> get disowned yeah, yeah. I'm like oh my mom's gonna be like you said asshole on right. stage and I'm like I did I did I'm sorry I'm all grown uh, up yeah I, yeah. Yeah, oh, I remember man, I, I remember doing that like uh, people filming me for last comic standing and like like, oh, I say shit at least once. Like, <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah, I, well, I remember it was actually really nice. Like the show, I think it was the show I played with you or is it like a different garage show that we did here? But it was like the first time my parents see me play and I just like every song says fuck. Like every single one. <laughs> Everyone and and like it, I just remember I, I decided beforehand, I was like, I'm just like not going to worry about it. I'm an adult man. <laughs> how, old are, how old are you? I, it was must have been like 22, 23. Yeah. And, but it was like the kind of thing of like. Like I know some some kids have like a relationship with their parents where they can swear once they be like are older. Right. Yeah. I didn't have that with my parents. No. So yeah, it was no like, way. Not at all. <laughs> so it was just that unlocked it for me. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Like I, I just like kind of shouted fuck into a microphone and then right. now I can say <laughs> fuck at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like this thing that you know that like. They may not care, but like, <laughs> there's just a good chance your mom or dad's gonna like make some snarky comment, like, yeah, it's like, mm, yeah. not not good for kids, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, like, oh man. Just... I bet, like, 
Was it a good set? Because I know yeah. my first it, set had been filmed. I was bad. I yeah. was so bad. It was <laughs> it was pretty bad. I don't know. I haven't played that many shows. I've only uh-huh. done like five shows okay. ever. Um, maybe only four. I don't know. I haven't done that many. Yeah. Um, and I've been an opener for every single one of them. So uh-huh. <laughs> that's never really an encouraging sign. Um, well, like going on first, it's always, it's always like... Uh, I don't know. It's like you're on now. I was like, what? Like, yeah, yeah. Like no one's, no one's going up first, and yeah. I, I always feel like I'm. If I'm going on first as a, as a comic, I'm being like pushed on almost. It's like, yeah. And now it's like, oh, do we, do we want to wait for a few more people to trickle yeah. in? And it's like, nope, you're going on now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was a. It was an okay show. I just remember like my legs were shaking the entire right, time, yeah. and you can see it like uh-huh. from the video. Which is filmed pretty far away. So it was like, <laughs> oh, no. I was really nervous. Yeah. Right. Um, and it affects your voice too. I'm oh, sure. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the man, first couple rough. songs, I'm just like, it's <laughs> like, not vibrato. Just yeah. me not being able to or control myself. Or maybe that's myself. just like a, that's an advanced technique. You get really nervous yeah. so you can have easier vibrato. It's just like, it sounds good. On every single note. <laughs> yeah, every single note needs to be vibrato. Um, how do you uh, approach uh, getting feedback or do you, do you seek it at all? Um, I think. I have not like actively sought it. And I think it's the same with a lot of musicians where you're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to show you my stuff now. And uh-huh. it's like still in a draft stage and I'm yeah. scared and like, you're going to judge me. Right. Um, even with other musicians who uh-huh. feel the same way. And I think only recently I've been like pursuing situations where it's like, here, listen to this stuff. How can I fix it? How can mm-hmm. I make it better? Right. Um, but it's been such a like personal thing for me that I've like, I just do it with like it's just me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh-huh. it's very easy to just write whenever I can and make changes whenever I want and fix things or make it like, oh, I I like it this way or whatever it is. Um, just kind of I don't know. I think it's it's not easy for me to actively pursue like people to help me fix stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, uh this is I guess this is kind of changing gears. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not really. Uh <laughs> how would you define your style of like songwriting? Like genre or like I don't know, like how would you describe what you play? Um I think it's kind of I don't know. It's like well, it's all on ukulele. So uh-huh. that's definitely a okay. huge element um that it's on this very tiny instrument, mm-hmm. um, which I played purely because my hands are small. And <laughs> I was like, I can't fit it my fits. hands around yeah. a guitar yeah. <laughs> because I'm not a big person. And so, uh, I think it's kind of a, in like indie ukulele. That sounds weird. I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah. Um, but maybe we're just, just singer, singer, singer songwriter, songwriter I guess yeah. Yeah. just cool. very honest songs about my life and about things that have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, how I have dealt with them. I would say, what at what point during your songwriting process do you feel the most stressed? I don't know. I think because it's such a like open ended thing for me. Like I write whenever I feel like it. Uh-huh. That like writer's block isn't a huge deal because it's like, eh, I'll just work on it when I feel like right, it again. Yeah. It's not like I have this deadline. Yeah, that is um, nice. So it's nice, but then there's also like no accountability. <laughs> You're yeah, like, exactly. I never have to finish anything. <laughs> I have a course that I've never worked on after right. writing it two years ago. Sorry, what did you ask again? At what I'm point so do you feel the most stress? I mean, it can most be like stress. your performance. It could um, be like yeah, like no, post performance. Performances or... are definitely like, like I just want to <laughs> like. I freak out and I get yeah. really sweaty and like really nervous. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't wear certain colored t-shirts because sure. I'll oh, just I be totally like dripping yeah. sweat. <laughs> so how do you, how do you deal with it? How do you go on stage anyways and like perform when you feel that way? Um, I think it's just kind of like 
Like what you were saying about how like you just get shoved out there. It's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of that feeling. You're like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to do this. Right, yeah. And you just. <laughs> and you have to bring yourself to like make yourself available for the show too. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you can just be like, oh, I'm. I'm busy or yeah. like, yeah. yeah, it's just like, oh, do I want to stay home and be comfortable or, you know, yeah. or, you know, be judged for like for 15 minutes. Like, <laughs> well, then, when, what drives you to do that then? Um, cause I know we had someone on who, uh, they were talking about, they have like art and they've done like galleries, but a lot mm-hmm. of their mo- most personal work they're they just do for themselves. So what drives you to the stage as opposed to just like writing these songs for you? Um, I think well, like people asking me to do shows with them <laughs> sure, <laughs> is yeah, a big sure. part of that. Yeah. Um, because I'm I'm never the organizer yeah. for these things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you want to invite me, invite me, and <laughs> sure. I will play. I will gladly play. Um, but like the minute before going on, I'm like, bad idea. Yeah, back yeah, out. Back yeah. out. Oh man. Um, but then I know it's too late, and I'm like holding my ukulele, and I'm standing like mm-hmm. next to the stage, and like, well, I guess I guess I have to do this now, and I hope that my like. Sense of humor carries me along, and people don't judge me too much. Yeah, they're right, like, yeah. ah, she's kind of weird, but she's funny. I don't know. Sure, <laughs> that's what I. That's what I hope. Stuck in a car for four long hours in the sweltering heat. Conversation of years past thankfully was kept brief. We were all dumb, I said, I'm sorry I was a jerk, I guess that's high school for ya. I'd like to move on and maybe we can repair the damage that's been done. And you said, we'll let bygones be bygones, cause that's all they can be. Friendships on the mend I was so awful and jealous and unkind I'm sorry for hurting you If you don't forgive me, I totally get it I wouldn't forgive me too Then you replied We'll let bygones be bygones That's all they can be And now gone, speaking then gone And if guns never see the life day, so.
Ready to get heavy? I thought sure. we called it the heavy act. I think we should change it to the heavier act. The heaviest act. The, it's the heavy. Oh, act. It is the heaviest it's act. The, heavy the heavier <laughs> act makes it. It makes it more open. It's like it can be a little bit heavier, or it can be a lot heavier. I think it's just the heavy act. I like it. The heavy act makes it. Then it's like this undefined heavy. Does it? <sighs> did you feel pressure when we were like, it's the heavy act? Uh, be honest. A little bit. This is the heavy act. I want, yeah. I want people to feel pressure. No. Because it's heavy. It's like you're no. bearing a yeah. burden. Pressure isn't bad. Yeah. Pressure can be good. But not true. for the guest. Not. I feel like. I don't I mean, mind. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, it's not like it's not like pleasant necessarily, but it's like important. Like I feel mm. pressure to make this thing good. Yeah, you're right. If I didn't Positive feel pressure, would this, would this podcast be any good? No. No, we would have a lot more episodes. Out. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. Give me a quote. All right, John, get into this. Uh, get the question going. Get the question. All right. Uh, we would just like to start with where you were born. I Where'd was you grow up? born in San Jose, California mm-hmm. at Good Sam. Oh, that's right. We already know a little bit about uh, your family was, situation. That's where oh. I was born. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, we were born on the same day, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Well, Wait, really? Not, years not the same year. Okay. Same place, same day. Four years, four years apart. Four years apart. January 17. I was going to guess Ooh. that. No way. Best okay. day. Best day ever, apparently. It's a good day. Yeah. It's, it's all right. Uh, we already know it's that cold. you have uh, two older twin brothers. I do. Yeah. That's true. Uh, what, was, what, was, what was it like growing up? Um, I don't know. They would gang up on me a lot. And <laughs> sure. they would not own up to that if they if you asked them. They're like, <laughs> oh, did you really? gang up on Kelly? They'd be like, no, we were really nice. Never. We were perfect like, brothers. Mm, you ganged up on me at least a little bit. They, they would. I was really gullible as a kid. Oh, I'd believe man. like anything, and I still am to some extent, which is not good. But they would just tell me things, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, that's right. What's, I, that's what's the age gap there? Um, six years. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So by the time I was in seventh grade, they were both at college. Uh-huh. Gotcha. So that was like a big, a big jump. What I sort think. of things did they tell you? <laughs> I don't just like random facts i can't remember anything specific but like facts about things they're like well you know like this is this and i was like oh okay I'm like yeah that's and then i like tell yeah. other people and they'd be like mm, that's not right <laughs> like you could oh, if man. you try hard enough you could put your hand through this board yeah yeah things like that or like just like dumb things and i was like yeah or if, uh-huh, like, if your hand is bigger than your face yeah classic yeah just like classic, really stupid yeah. Boy stuff. Well, I don't know that Andrew was Stupid a bully. Jeez, we, no, we they weren't. We're going to delete his episode. Yeah, let's do it right now. <laughs> no, they weren't like bullies, but they definitely <laughs> took their place as older brothers. Right. Yeah. Seriously. Um, and then, like, uh, what what kind of kid were you in middle school, high school? Um. Well, I was homeschooled. That's right. For, yeah. Um, we knew that already. Most of my growing up, uh-huh. um, I went to a private Christian high school, uh-huh. but I was homeschooled for the rest. Of the okay. earlier, the earlier years, and I was like, I don't know, I was really weird. I was like not cool. Uh-huh. Um, in the homeschool community, I was very cool. Very, right. I yeah. was super <laughs> cool in homeschool community. What does it take to be cool in the homeschool community? <laughs> Just like you don't have a thousand siblings. Okay, and right. you like are into things that are not church related. <laughs> right. um, so like, it's pretty low stakes. Yeah. Um, so like the fact that I did ballet was like, oh, she's cool. Right. Like she doesn't just do like church choir. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so, like what, what year were you when you uh, went to the private Christian school? Uh, freshman in high freshman school. Freshman in high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so like, 
I mean, like, what effect did being homeschooled for so long have on you? Um, it wasn't that bad. A lot of people didn't know I was homeschooled okay. going there. Um, and I attribute that's like that. A, that's a feat. That's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize it until later. I was like, wow, that's pretty good. Like, I remember end of freshman year, there were kids who were like, you were homeschooled? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I was homeschooled, man. Like, yeah. I sat at the kitchen table and doing my math. Uh-huh. Like, um, but I think having older siblings who were in the homeschool community, but very not like involved in it. Yeah. Helped. Um, they introduced me to like cool music and right, like yeah. cool things while I was in middle school. And so I was like, Hey, I know cool stuff now. And uh-huh. that made it easier. Um, I also had a lot of friends at the, at the, the high school I went to. Yeah. And so that definitely helped just being like, I know people already. Do you know like what role you played in your group of friends? Um, I, I was kind of like the newbie for a little bit because they had all known each other for a long time. Right. Squid? (laughs) Like Rocket Power. I never watched Rocket Power. I don't know. It was okay. That's Uh, an okay show. A lot of people are going (laughs) to love that reference. (laughs) The Squid? The Squid. Squid. They always always called Sam the Squid. Because he was a new, new kid. I don't oh. know why it was a squid. Squid. It was like made up slang for that show. Anyway, he was squid. A, you were the squid. That's I, all. Yeah, because okay. they had all gone to school for, together for a while, and I only knew them from church. Um, and so I was like in their crew, but like sort of. And yeah, it wasn't tough. Would they like reminisce about certain things? Slam- you'd be like, oh. yeah. Sammy Dullard. <laughs> what? what? Rocket, rocket power. Oh, okay. okay. You got squid. A, you were the squid. <laughs> <laughs> Was I the squid? Yeah. You're the squid. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, and then as like high school went, we were just like a really solid group of friends, mm-hmm. um, which I was, it was great. And I don't think we really had a, like a specific place in the school. We weren't like the jocks or the, right, like, right, the yeah. mean girls intro where they're like, these are where everyone sits. <laughs> yeah. like, these are all the people. Exactly. We yeah. weren't any of them. Right. Um, which I'm glad. Yeah, uh, you weren't part of the Mean Girls intro. No, no. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I wish. No, just uh, kidding. So, like, when did when did you feel the need to like uh, be creative? Was that really from like when you were a wee child, or when um, did that start? I always liked making things, uh-huh. like with my hands. It was always just like, huh, I want to make stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and it was never like anything good. I never <laughs> made anything good as a kid. I, uh-huh. I can't like look back and be like, wow, that's great art. Um, and I think with ballet, I, like I didn't see it as a creative thing uh-huh. it was just something i did and yeah. something actually shiloh introduced to me man friend of the show friend of the show, friend of the show. i love saying that yeah it's the best so <laughs> we'll have the whole world <laughs> um yeah and I'm, I'm just gonna reference every other person that's been on this podcast. right yeah. <laughs> all right let's see let's go down the list no but she had introduced it to me and i was like ah, mom I want to do this. And she was uh-huh. like, okay, you don't do anything PE related. So sure. This will be your PE. You'll go Thank to- God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to teach you about push-ups or anything. Yeah. Right. Wait, uh, oh, what is PE in homeschool? Yeah. Nothing. You don't do anything. You don't, you don't, you don't have anything? to do it. Oh, that's no. so weird. No, you don't have to do any PE. You go in the backyard and you dig, yeah, a, dig would, a hole. It would, it would be like, okay, run around the yard for 10 minutes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> go in the backyard and dig a hole. Yeah, I was like, walk the dog. Do some, I don't know, like do something. Did like, you get a grade for PE? No, no, oh, okay. never. Uh, but the holes weren't great. <laughs> uh, B plus on the oh. holes. Could be better. Could be cleaner. No, I with homeschool. It's so weird. You, I would literally give myself grades. Mm-hmm. It, my so mom weird. would be like, "How do you think you did math this year?" And I was like, <laughs> like, "I think I got an A." Bad. Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> I, I like, didn't, but still an A. Yeah, I didn't have any understanding of like grades. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, A plus, sure. 
And she was like, all right. <laughs> so, so were there any, like, rituals in school that, like, happened? You're just like, what? Well, this isn't, like, homeschool? Like, I don't know. I, I really, like, my knowledge of the schooling system was, like, high school musical. I was like, oh, okay, really? I know that no one will sing and dance. Uh-huh. I know that for a fact. Right. But well, some people do. Some, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the theater department. Theater department. Yeah. Theater department. Um, and the band. They all sure, sing. Yeah. They don't shut up. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry, band geeks. No, don't uh, apologize. Yeah. Yeah. They don't deserve <laughs> they don't, Yeah, they don't listen to this podcast. Oh, oh good. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll never have them on. <laughs> no band geeks. No. No, but I think just like navigating hallways was something I didn't anticipate. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, I have 10 minutes to get to this place. Like, right. oh, I got to move it. And um, just like crowds. Uh-huh. I hadn't been around a lot of crowds. And this, right. <laughs> the PE standards for hole digging were a uh, lot yeah, stricter. Intense, so much yeah. stricter. And the fact that they didn't do it. And it's like, how come no one else is digging holes? No. When are we going to dig yeah. a hole? Running the mile? Are exactly. you kidding? And then like, and PE is also like, it's like weirdly scarring in this way. It's like, oh, get yeah. undressed in front of all these strangers. Yeah. Oh man, like, I was, I was so good at PE. It was cool. Cause <laughs> oh, I was, did you I get play, an A every time? No, cause I played sports. And so oh. in high school, I only had to take one year of PE. Mm, um, yeah. And like PE was for people who didn't do sports most of the time. And so it was like, I didn't even have to try and I was better than everybody. Really? <laughs> yeah. Cause I just yeah. knew how to play sports in general. You're better than everybody. Yeah. Well, there's wow. like there's like the the group of like you know ten kids who played sports and the group of like twenty kids who didn't and then the ten kids are always ran circles around the kids who didn't. Were you a bully? No. No. But like in PE. No, I was like too small to be a bully. I was too <laughs> small and nerdy. But were you like kind of pretentious? Like yeah, I'm better. And I know it. No. I had like less than two. I remember this is like such a tangent, but I love it. I remember we had uh, this like physical fitness block where we were just like learning about uh, taking care of our bodies and like being healthy. And uh, we had to like see how much, what our, our, this is like, I can't believe they made us do this, but we had to see what <laughs> they our, made us dig holes. No, they made, they, they made us see what our body fat percentage was. Oh, yeah, really? we had to do um, that. Freshman girls finding out their body. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. terrible. It was like humiliating. So and, and mine was too small to detect. <laughs> And she tried, my teacher gave me like three or four machines to like detect it. And it just always came up with an error. And I was like, I know I'm inputting this correctly. And she said, oh, that means you have less than 2% body fat. That's so weird. (laughs) Which was like... I was small. A little dude. So, small no, I, couldn't, I was too small to be a bully, but right. I was like, we're huge now, so that's, our, that's good. Our, yeah. We had the presidential yeah. fitness test, and right. uh, the people who like scored high. I can't believe they did this. Yeah. Like, the people who scored high enough got a golden PE shirt, and they wrote your name on it, and like, yeah. I wore mine every day. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I remember, do you guys like do like pull up tests and like push up tests? Uh, yeah. Yes. I, like, in my school, so, yeah. there, was, there was only one pull up bar, so like, like 30 kids would like line up oh. and like one at a time like oh that kid got zero that kid got yeah. four yeah. that kid got two like yeah, it's just terrible I can't believe it PE is awful oh, it's man. so embarrassing we should just yeah. dig yeah. holes yeah, yeah. yeah. Kelly, you're so lucky you just got to dig holes for yeah. most of your life all I had to do is dig holes <laughs> I didn't do anything but dig um, holes Let's uh let's get into the question. Get into the yeah. question. Uh-huh. Yeah. Switch, switch gears yes, a little bit this here. This is really <laughs> switching gears. Yeah. Um, all right. So, do you deal with depression and anxiety? And if so, how does that affect you creatively? Hmm. I don't know. I think I have. I don't think I have like clinical depression. A lot of people. Pre- don't, you don't have to yeah, say. You that. don't have to. Okay. Like, well, like, yeah. well, I, like I'll just tell the audience. Like. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think people are always like, well, I don't want to tell people I'm depressed because that takes away. I'm like everybody, no, like no. it's okay. Yeah. Talk about being sad. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. yeah there's definitely dark times, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. which I think humans in general 
have to deal with. Not dogs, though. Um, not dogs. Actually, Laura. I learned that dogs can get depressed. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's, like, really sad. Poor uh, Ruben. Oh, no. Cover- we'll talk about Frank. All right. So Ruben had a dog named Frank. I'm covering Cora's ears okay. for the listeners okay. at home. <laughs> uh, so Frank is now dead. Cora oh. doesn't know this. But uh, Frank hung out here. <laughs> John's yeah. taking a picture. Uh, Frank was here. I think Ruben had to babysit our dog. And like he house sat for us and he brought Frank over and they were like best friends. Cora's like twice his size. So she used to roll him around with her nose. <laughs> and uh, then Ruben left and Frank left. And Cora was like just sad for like a week. Oh, she just like hung her head and she like went walking around all sad. Mm. And she's never going to see him again. Oh, <laughs> Frank. All right, Cora. Cora, you can listen again. <laughs> So, I mean, um, tell us about those dark times. Um, They, yeah, I think definitely when I was injured, that, like, oh, period right. of my oh, yeah, life, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was real bad. Um, how, how long was that? That, well, for? I got injured in March, and then I was, like, literally on the couch for an entire week. I, like, uh-huh. didn't move, didn't do oh, anything. Yikes. Like, I was, like, a glorified vegetable. It was really bad. Right. Um, and then after getting surgery, then I laid on the couch for another week uh-huh. and, um, oh, again, mm-hmm. didn't do anything. And those times were really, really hard just because I had never really thought of ballet as being my creative outlet, being mm-hmm. this place where I can, like, let stuff out. Yeah. Um, and... I now had no place to let anything out. And it was like, ah, all this stuff's building up and I'm sad about this thing that I can't do anymore. And I need that thing to get the stuff out. And mm, yeah. it was just this, this cycle that just wasn't going to end right now anytime soon. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what did you, what did you do? Like, how do you deal with, like other than laying there? Like what, what was the point where you're just like, I have to do something else? <laughs> um, I don't know. Honestly, I think I, it was a couple like pretty rough weeks there, mm-hmm. but like going to school was good because I got my mind off things, yeah. but then I'd come home and be like, I should be at ballet right now rehearsing for this show that I'm not in. <laughs> and, um, so I think it was just like the day to day, like taking it a yeah, day at yeah, a time being yeah. like, all right, this is where I'm at. And this isn't a dream anymore. And this isn't like fake or whatever this is something that's happening and i'm gonna have to just take it a day at a time yeah totally um so that was pretty rough and then after i think that summer i worked as like a camp counselor for a theater program yeah um and so that was really cool and i was like all right i can like i'm working with kids and i'm working with like a musical and i'm enjoying this this is fun and then that the beginning of that fall i was asked by one of my teachers in high school or at my high school to choreograph one of the shows that they were doing. Mm-hmm. And so, and it was like a real job and I was like working with this teacher and I was a part of the audition process and like all this stuff. And I was like, dang, this is like really cool. Yeah. I'm like a creative person and I get to choreograph <laughs> these dances and like all these people that were like my friends in high school. And now I'm get, to, I get to make the stuff that they're going to do on stage. Right, and yeah. that was like a huge huge thing for me it was like wow and it was the the show the drowsy chaperone if you've ever heard of it uh-huh. but Mm-mm. it's basically like a musical for people who love musicals and oh, like right. this person who's like super depressed and blue and they're like talking about this musical that they mm-hmm. love and the musical like happens in the apartment and it's this whole thing so it's about like these characters that you love and that they're there to like help you along the way when you're sad. Right, and I was yeah. like, oh, this is my life right here in a show and I'm working on it. And That's like, great. it was incredible. And that was like a huge turning point for me. Uh-huh. I, think. I mean, I speak to be, being like, uh, 
a creative person and like simultaneously an introvert at this because you were saying a little bit yeah. like like what what it takes to recharge and things like that um i think with because with ballet it's like you're around people the whole uh-huh. time but it's a very like introspective art form right because you're just working on yourself the whole yeah, time yeah i mean you're not like having conversations yeah, with people yeah yeah you uh-huh. shouldn't be because then you get yelled at sure. <laughs> I, I would get yelled at a lot right um sorry but uh I think with like art now, as far as being like a songwriter, it's a very like closed off mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. Um, and with visual arts too, like and embroidery, because it takes freaking forever to s- embroider something. You just sit there doing your thing by yourself for a long time, um, which can be good. But then there's times where I'm like, I need to interact with someone right. because yeah. I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> Do you think you would ever or, or have you collaborated musically or like? With art and would you or do you, do you think you prefer the like sort of introspective like isolating experience? I don't know. I haven't really done much collaborative music. Mm-hmm. I would like to. I know Shiloh and I have talked about doing stuff like that and Brandon, I think, too. Um, <clears throat> just looking at art being like, this is something we can all do together. Yeah. And right. we we've all have shared experiences and we can write about them and yeah. put them into one really cool piece of art. Um, but I haven't really done any of it. It's something I would definitely like to try out, though. Yeah, I wonder uh, if getting a lot of people together to like dig one hole. Yeah, <laughs> that would be one yeah. shovel, though. One shovel. To, yeah. But wow. what if we had like four trowels? What's that? You don't know what a trowel is? Not like a you, little I'll, shovel, like a hand like shovel. A little hand shovel. I wanted you to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I thought they were called spades. Yeah. Oh. Trowel. I well, I we spell could, it. Like it could be like a band. T R O W E. L. It's not it's like yeah, towel yeah. with an R. It's like towel with an R. Towel with an R. Okay. We could also d- move some dirt away with a towel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little less effective. <laughs> I think, what would this uh, project name be called? Trowel. 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 Trowlers. Trowel 2.0. Trowel. What happened to the first one? <laughs> I don't know. All right. It wasn't good Still enough. in my backyard. <laughs> Nobody uh, told me. <laughs> all right. Switching gears again. <laughs> uh, I want to know, like, when it comes to songwriting, are there any, like, um, like risks that you deeply want to take but i don't know there's Ooh. like you have to like burst through like a or certain thing not even yeah. just songwriting but like with art and stuff yeah, too like anything, where do you anything. where do you carve out your sort of niche i guess mm-hmm. and like how do you whether that be with risk or like yeah any certain parts of you that you really want to express but just haven't um i think as far as art there's some projects that i have been thinking about lately at least that are just really big uh-huh. like physically really large like a giant <laughs> hole like yeah. a six yeah. foot <laughs> hole this yeah. whole bit this is whole bit bit. just gonna go on forever <laughs> man um everything's gonna be edited out except the whole the holes, stuff. that's true <laughs> um no i think like there's a project that i've been thinking about that's like just like six feet tall like Uh it's just massive (laughs) so like the logistics of that are kind of tough like where will you make this where will you show this Uh what is going to happen to it once it's done like does it just live in your house somewhere and so that kind of stuff it's like i would like to take that risk because i think it's a cool project but (coughs) just making stuff that's physically quite large is not easy yeah what's Um, what's the appeal of that like I, like I, 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 it intuitively feels cool to like make something bigger, but I'm wondering like what's the artistic draw to making something that big? Um, I think there's a lot of, a lot of reasons because like if you make something that's like realistic mm-hmm. and you scale it really really small, that says a lot. Or if you scale it really really big, that mm-hmm. says something also. And I don't know if that matters as much for like this project I have in mind. Um, it it would be like building these really large letters. Okay. And um. Uh, 
like alphabet letters, not like dear so-and-so. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I think just, it would kind of like hit you over the head with it a little bit where okay, you're like, yeah. Oh, this thing's massive. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, and I, I really like the idea of like visual puns and like mm-hmm. taking something and like putting it on his head and you're like, Oh, that's not what those words mean, but that's sure, funny yeah. if you think about it that way. Um, and who's the guy, is his name Claude, uh, the guy who like does these giant art installations where it's like, he'll just put like a giant spoon in the middle of a city. Oh yeah. That, I don't remember his name, Claude but, something, I think. um, yeah, he has like, there's like a, the clothespin one. Yeah. And, and he has like a giant ice cream cone on the top of yeah. a building. It's just kind of, <laughs> yeah. it's like cool. You can't escape it. You're yeah. just like in and a it, world. Yeah. I think those that's things awesome. are just so cool. And you're like, oh, that's so weird. And then like. The other side of like, how did you make that? Yeah, like where right. did you store this? Yeah, yeah. How did you like? Did you take a giant truck and like <laughs> yeah. a bunch of nails? Yeah. Like, how did you make this thing happen? Yeah, get totally. it in a giant hole. Yeah, <laughs> first dig a large <laughs> hole with um, your trowels. You uh, talked a little bit about like that first show and like you said like asshole in a in a yeah. song and your parents were there. Like, are there any things like that that like like oh my parents are gonna think this or like my grandma is gonna might see this and like how do you eventually mm-hmm. get oh, over yeah. it? Like the yeah. vulnerability of art and like expression. Yeah. yeah. I think as far as like my visual art stuff, it's pretty tame. It's not like this is something I'm trying to say. Yeah. With with music I think <laughs> and words in general, it's easier to be like, ah, this is all my stuff. And exactly. <laughs> um kind of like spit it all out Mm. um and i think my art is a lot more vague i guess and Mm -hmm. then my music is tends to be on the like more like explicit yeah yeah yeah. so like like with art you're kind of expressing ideas a lot of things yeah 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 or it's like more open for interpretation yeah yeah. okay cool and then i feel music is very like this is this Mm -hmm. (laughs) and this is how i feel about it and Uh this is something that's happened in my life um, and this is how I'm dealing with it and that kind of stuff. So do you have like a specific idea when you make a, a visual project or do you, is it, is it more, do you start from a place of a more ambiguous feeling? Like, is that what drives, uh, a, like an artist, like the visual art kind of stuff? Um, it, yeah, I actually, I haven't thought about that, but that's probably true. I think my visual art tends to be like, it's born from a more like vague, mm-hmm. like, like stuff amorphous. you're kind of exploring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it tends to be like, oh, this might look cool. <laughs> and then <laughs> sure, like, yeah. or like thinking about words and phrases and being like, what, what do those mean? How can they mean other things? Mm-hmm. What is this, like this feeling or this emotion? And a lot of my art or what I've been hoping to work in is like this idea of loss or grief mm-hmm. or, um, how you can not just lose people physically and that they like die or pass away, but that you can lose friends to yeah. like, time or distance or whatever that is. Um, you can, lose people in other ways rather than just like, ah, someone died. Like that's not the only form of loss. And so, and again, like with like loss of an art form with ballet, like Mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. that's something that I lost and I have like literal scars like that. I can say this is how I lost them. I have (laughs) like all that kind of stuff. So, um, I think that is a more ambiguous, like the idea of loss or grief or something like that is very, open-ended and uh-huh. people have experienced it in so many different ways yeah, totally. and they deal with it in many different ways. Um, but in my music, it tends to be like, this is like, I'm going to describe this situation, the scenario we were sitting in the car and this is like the conversation <laughs> that went down right. or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And from that, we learned that da 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 da. And this is another experience that's similar to it. And we weren't sitting in the car. It was over Facebook and like, this sure, is the interaction. Yeah. And, um, so I think my music tends to be like, these are 
specific exact events yeah and art is like this is a concept well it's kind of interesting because it, it's it kind of sounds like with like the visual art you're starting at a place of like generalizations or like general and then from that either you or somebody looking at it can like take a specific thing. Whereas like mm-hmm. the music starts from specific and then you can draw like general connections from that. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I, I, I really hadn't thought about that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Podcast. Um, um, now I'm about, I'm going to go dig a hole. End. that you cannot see. Uh, I rewarded my dog's bad behavior, everybody. I'm sorry. You're a bad dog owner. Yeah, well, she's my parents' dog, and they spoil her. I'm the only oh, one. Oh, they do. I'm the only one who gives her, like, any sort of, I don't know, retribution. I just give her shit. <laughs> Apparently she's not. She like, barks all like the time. Like, actual? She, yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. Okay, well, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, metaphorical. Apparently not, because you just gave her a treat, so. Yeah, well, I also am weak. <laughs> I'm a weak boy. Weak boy. You guys want to know, like, one of my favorite soundtracks of all time? What? Yes. Guess. Uh, oh. Breaking Bad. No. You just, it's, easy, it's an easy guess. Avatar The Last Airbender. Nope. I have, like, no the frame whole of soundtrack. reference. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Are we talking say TV that. show or movie? The movie Holes. Is, is, oh, is the movie Holes. Yeah, Holes. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That is a good soundtrack. Yeah, it's a really good soundtrack. I haven't, seen, like, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole song calling... Like called Digum or something. Dig 'em up. Yeah. 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 It's, like, it's like a like Shia LaBeouf raps about Does digging he really? Yeah. He I raps. Know. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize we that should, part. We should love to do it after this. It's, it's, it's really a good, good song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That movie still holds up, I would yeah, say. I think yeah. it does too. It's got Sigourney uh, Weaver, John Voight. I haven't seen John Voight. Oh, yeah. John Voight is Mr. Sir. Mr. And the character's name is Mr. Sir. Like, and then oh, who's, it's so good. Who's the oh, the dorky guy that's in like a million things? He's in No Brother Where Art Thou. Oh, um, uh, Mr. Pendansky. Yeah, yeah. He's like, my name's three letters Pendansky. <laughs> oh, corn needs to be let out. Oh, Cora. Any, any uh, shows you're watching right now? Uh, what am I watching? I. <laughs> um. I'm watching Workaholics. Ooh, which that's about to end, is, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. No one's brought up Workaholics yet. I like that show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, show. I like just started watching it recently because it's on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. the <laughs> the the best streaming TV website. Yeah, it's not, bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also on Hulu. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So if you got Hulu, watch it. I recommend it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's really good. And because I watched it, like, I, I had seen clips of it, and I was like, I want to watch this, like, a couple years ago. Mm. And then, like, the first episode, I was like, this is just gross. I'm like, this <laughs> is, is just all, like, really, like, I don't, like, I didn't get the humor at all. Yeah. But then I, like, since then, I'd watch, like, It's Always Sunny and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, okay, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I it's like, still gross. I, but. I've heard the description of it as uh, a grown-up Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and I like that description a lot. Oh, uh, I did yeah. not like Ed, Ed, and Eddie when I was a kid. I liked it. I mean, yeah. it wasn't my favorite, but it was, like... I liked it enough. It was, I don't know. It was just like yeah. dumb. It was like even then. Were you I'll... too young for Ed, Ed, and Eddie? We didn't get cable. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch any any TV shows that were real. No! She didn't get the Pokemon reference. No. The whole Pokemon oh, reference. Man. I earlier. watched um, Arthur rough. and Arthur's good. Yep. 
PBS. Uh, PBS. Mythbusters. Mythbusters. I'm on an episode of Seinfeld. Mythbusters. I watched a lot of Seinfeld, Seinfeld as a kid. I think you missed that. I'm on an episode of Mythbusters. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's no right. You are. That's the reaction I wanted. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you I missed was, that. I'm was, on an episode of Mythbusters. <laughs> you missed this part where I, I name dropped I'm, myself. I'm in, my friend's dad was in, was actually in the episode, and then we stood in the background. And wow. uh, they eventually told us to move, but there's one shot that they kept in where we're in the very background and we start fighting. And I, st- I think I've already said this on the show, but I I'm love I'm not this. sure if you have, actually. Uh, yeah, Wait, it, what episode? I can't. It's a really lame episode. It's oh. they're, they're trying to prove <laughs> if uh, like modern propeller planes. I was in seventh grade when it came out, so it was like oh, oh, 10 wow. years ago, 2015. I don't know how you old. You have to find this long. episode and dig it up. Um, yeah. yeah it, I always, I always yeah, have a hard time up. finding it because it's like <laughs> seriously a bad episode. But they were trying to, to see if like with modern propeller planes, could you start them by spinning the propeller? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I remember. My friend's remember dad uh, has a propeller plane, and so they got him for the show. And I'm in the very background. I'm in like I wow. step on my friend's toes, and then uh, he like punches me, and then they cut. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, they told us to move out of the shop, but they had to use it. Uh, so who's so what friend great. is this? Uh, my friend Ricky and my friend Matt. Oh, Ricky, the same Ricky? Yeah, from before. Oh, Ricky, oh. you met. Yeah. Okay, that's I met so, that Ricky once. Yeah, that's so weird. Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> have to find it. Wow. I, got, I got to meet them too. It's cool. They're oh, they're so cool. Yeah, they're very cool. Uh, so you were an Arthur kid. I, know, I was like, such an Arthur. Yeah. Kid. Arthur is still running. It's yeah. the no longest. Way. Yeah, it's, no way. It's the longest running uh, children's show. No way. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. They're making new episodes still. Wow. That's Same awesome. voices? Or? No, there's I mean, no way. Okay. I mean, yeah, probably not. <laughs> like those things yeah. have been I mean, around maybe. for way too long. I don't do you guys know, know what, what animal Arthur is? Ant eater. Ant eater. You said, do you know what ant eat animal? <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah, you oh. see. What <laughs> ant eater is he? Oh, I Arthur. Thought, I, he's an ant. I remember the design of him was like way different. Yeah, yeah, like the early stuff. He was like creepy looking. He just looks like an actual anteater. It's so bad. It's an ugly animal. Yeah, someone messed up at the anthropomorphizing lab. Yeah. Yeah. Now he just looks like a bear. Yeah, somebody pointed out to me that like his ears are like on top of his head. So like there's nothing to hold up his glasses. (laughs) So his glasses are just floating. And I was like, oh, it ruined it. Uh, What what other shows are you watching now? Or music or Or, movies? What what, What inspires uh, you? Musically inspires you. What musically inspires you? Paul Barabo. Um, Paul Barabo. Brandon oh, Gross. Brandon Gross. My hero. Better promises. Our <laughs> um, hero. Our everybody's hero. Mm, yeah. Um, Sufjan Stevens for sure. Um, what's your favorite Sufjan album? Oh, probably Carrie and Lowell. It just mm. cuts you to the core. <laughs> right, the right answer is Age of Ads. Oh, Age, Age, of, Ads. Age of Ads. I thought it was Age of Ads. <laughs> I've always called it Ads, but we were looking well, for Age of Ads. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, I don't know. That one is really good though. I. That yeah, that one's probably my that second. One's the best one. Second on my list. Um, the other one's in going a hole. Uh, <laughs> I also really love the Christmas albums just because I love oh, yeah, I course. love his Christmas of stuff. Course. Um, but yeah, Carrie and Lowell. That one. That album is like that album to me like, is like it's so important as because Seven Swans kind of did this, but I love how sparse that album is. It like yeah. he does so much with negative space so, on that oh album. My gosh. Like he, it's just like. There, it, there's going to be a lot of quiet stuff here, and you're going to feel things in that quiet space. And like, yeah, not everything yeah. needs to be filled with sound. It was, oh, no, it's that, a, it is a beautiful album. It's, I just, that was the first one that I felt like I really had, like connected to, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. I get what this is about, and I understand it. And the other stuff, it was like, this is cool, but I don't know what's going on. Oh man, that makes um, me want to get high and listen to Carrie <laughs> and cry. Oh man, no, that that album is. Oh. Pause. Oh, pause it. There's the dog. Pause oh. it up. Somebody oh. here? Garbage eater. <laughs> what do you want? Attention. Attention. 
I have the neediest pup alive, everybody, but it's okay because mm-hmm. she's extraordinarily cute. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. That's why she gets away with this garbage behavior. And why she gets rewarded for it. Yeah. Don't you dare climb on my laptop. She will. Okay. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Um, music? Was that what we were talking Negative about? Negative space. Negative space. <laughs> Although I think we don't have to fill every silence. Mm-hmm. Dead air. Okay. Oh right. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you feel in the negative space, John? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted to hum. Can I? Can I sing mm-hmm. it? That's not negative space. Though. Can I hum it? That's a <laughs> I hum my feelings. That's a good Shrek, that's a Shrek yeah. reference. Also a great soundtrack. Oh, yeah. oh true. <laughs> yeah. That was honestly that's yeah. the first place I ever heard the Hallelujah song. Yeah, me and too. I'm yeah. kind of ashamed true. of that. No, I think that's true for like our that's entire true. generation. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, yeah. It always will remind me of Shrek. It's yeah. a beautiful song, I but I just think about like the montage of Shrek going home. I think Jim, the Jimmy Neutron soundtrack introduced yeah. me to, to punk rock because yeah, I like Blitz, Blitzkrieg Bop. <laughs> yeah, it introduced me to the Ramones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Shrek holds Jimmy Neutron. Um, I'm trying to think of what else makes my top five. Uh, she's mm. the man. She's no, I, I have never, never seen it. Never seen that's it. That's the one with uh, yeah. Amanda Bynes, right? Oh, that's my favorite movie. Oh, wait, no, movie. I, I have seen it. It's like a Shakespearean that's, Yeah, it's um, like, Twelfth Night. Isn't it? Twelfth yeah. Night, yeah. It's so funny. That is yeah. one of my favorite movies. It's I like watch it Amanda Bynes peaked that she's the man, I yeah. think. Really? Yeah. I, Big got, Fat Liar is pretty good. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's got uh, Paul Giamatti. I don't know. Oh, is that, Paul Giamatti. I don't think it holds up. Paul Giamatti holds up. Really? Big Fat Liar? Paul Giamatti with orange hair and blue skin? <laughs> pretty great. Okay. I don't think so. It's great. Mm-hmm. Frankie like, Muniz? Are you kidding Frankie me? Frankie Muniz. Malcolm in the Middle? Oh, I do watch a lot of Malcolm in the Middle. That's a good show. Uh, I gotta watch Good Burger now. Yeah, we should watch. Yeah. We gotta watch Nacho Libre and Nacho, oh, Nacho Libre. Yeah. Oh, good. Nacho, you like it. You like oh, Nacho, Nacho Libre? That's John's yeah. favorite That's comedy. That's my favorite comedy. <laughs> yeah. She's the Man is my favorite comedy. Uh-huh. Both good comedies. That's my favorite comedy. Shaun of the Dead is just my favorite movie. I was talking. I was thinking about why, like, the physical humor on Nacho Libre is superior to other physical humor. <laughs> Jack Black's really like, good at physical comedy. Just, he is. Yeah. There's like these m- moments of uh, I don't even know, like um, of silence in Nacho Libre, where like there's just no negative soundtrack. Space. Yeah, exactly. There's negative <laughs> just space. Just like Carrie and Lowell. There's yeah. like these like holes of sound. <laughs> yeah, Nacho Libre is the Carrie and Lowell of uh, comedies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like when you can quote me on that. When he when he smacks the corn out of Stephen's oh hand, like it's just like it's not like crazy. Corn out of my it's face. just not like crazy sound effects or like oh there's like a wacky song in the background. Yeah. It's just like it's really really quiet and all of a sudden just smack like take that corn out of my face like oh it's so good. Did you guys know that it's mayonnaise on that corn? Yeah, I found yeah. that out recently. I yeah, just thought my, it was. I always thought it was sour cream. I thought it was or butter. Something. Yeah, or something I just like, thought it was absurd yeah. amount of butter. Yeah. Um, but it's no, mayonnaise. That is disgusting. Yeah. Isn't that nasty? That is McTaft. wrong. Yeah, it's gross. No. I don't know. People put mayonnaise in gross stuff. Hot Rod's, Hot Rod's a good movie. Hot Rod's good. I think Pop yeah. Star is the superior Lonely Island movie. Have you seen Pop Star? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah, it was gold. I like. I went into it and I was like, I know what this movie is. I've seen this movie. It's like, I mean, it's a mockumentary and it's like uh, just a goofy comedy. And I was like, okay, yeah. I know what to expect. I'll probably enjoy it because I like the Lonely Island. And then... It like exceeded all expectations. I saw that with uh, good. No. a friend of the show, Caleb Hepker. You don't know him, but oh, no. I saw it with him, and we were just like both like it was so good. I like I I cannot recommend. That Are there movie a ton enough. of celebrities in it? Yeah, there's just yeah. a bunch of cameos, and it's it's. I love it's, a good. I, love I feel a good like cameo. it's not a memorable movie because I always forget that it came out last year and that I really loved it. But yeah. like, 
because I can't even remember it, but it, it was it was so good. Uh, <laughs> all right, I think we're probably getting to the takeaway. Takeaway. Take all right. Away. Um, so the takeaway, how we describe that is, if someone were to fast forward to just this one soundbite, what would you want them to be left with? And most people give like a piece of advice that has stuck with them, mm. but you don't have to. You can say literally anything you want, um, but okay. just like what is your <laughs> takeaway? Um, I think that art is um, art is accessible. Uh, it doesn't have, you don't have to be some like trained by these incredible professors or Mm -hmm. like be exposed to all this incredible art as a child. Um, it can just be something that you just go out and do. And I think for me, that's been a lot of my process being like, can I do this? Like, can I learn an instrument on my own? Can I write a song just Mm -hmm. based on I've heard other songs? (laughs) Can I make choreography? Can I make art just like a test for myself. Can I do this? Yeah. Um, and I think that's been a huge, um, a, a huge part of my artistic venture, I guess, just that art is accessible, that art is something that you can go out and do. And it's going to be bad in the beginning. Cause it always is mm-hmm. rough. You're never going to be like instantly incredible. Um, but art is you, you anyone can do it. Cool. Great. That's great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, before we cool. go, do you have anything to plug? We actually didn't ask you what your music project is called. I mean, we'll have, oh. we'll have a link in the description, but yeah, you uh, can plug yeah. it. Yeah, my band is called Otis in the Ocean. Cool. Um, there, there's... Ah. Oh, we were so close. We're so close. Um, do keep I talking. Keep, keep, keep okay. going. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I don't have any shows right now. That's fine. I have nothing. Do we, uh, I don't have... Can, can, can we link anything? Can you, there's you, a SoundCloud. SoundCloud, and it's great, pretty great. bad. Oh, that's. I'm, <laughs> it's I'm sure it's great. Pretty yeah. bad. You recorded with? Did you record with Brandon? No, I recorded with Tommy Belgum. Oh, and it is. Oh, so it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. It's rough. Yeah. It's, I we recorded it all in one day. Most of the songs were in I'm one sure take. Don't, don't sell yourself. It's gonna be great. Be great. I've it heard was like it. a I've year and a half it. ago. I've listened to it. The Tadpole EP. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one with the Ten Things cover. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's okay. It's good. We're going to play a song on the, you, uh, by this point in the show, and they'll have heard a song. Oh, no. Which one? Yeah. I don't know. Send me whatever ah. song whatever you want. Song you okay, want. well, those are the only ones that you are actually You could record recorded. a new one, so. Yeah. You, okay. This, this, will go up, this will go up in like two or three months, yeah. so you have time. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. maybe I'll get something with Brandon Yeah, do a song about holes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love that. Um, and then I, I don't, I mean, if the show's going up in two or three months, then mm-hmm. I, this show will be over, but I have a show at a coffee shop in downtown San Jose currently. Um, it's a bunch of really cool, like local female artists. Oh, cool! And so I have a piece showing there right now, but it will be down by the time <laughs> this airs. So. Well, that's still cool. Sorry, too late. Oh well. Um, but that's John, it. John, get any plugs? The whole soundtrack. Okay, it's pretty good. And you can tweet at me your favorite soundtrack at John Lee two seven one. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have um, a Twitter also. Oh yeah, what yeah. is it? My Twitter is Belly Keech. Belly Keech. Cool. We'll put okay. it. There's a link in the description. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sweet. And uh, I would like to plug holes in general. Just the idea of yeah. digging a hole <laughs> is important to me. Um, also, you can follow me and tweet me your favorite holes uh, at k underscore hook. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> don't about, tweet I don't know about tweeting. No, your favorite holes, please. Well, it's any kind of hole. Okay. <laughs> no. All holes. <laughs> All right. All holes, all trowels. You might too. regret. You might regret I that. Wanted to, I want to plug my project Trowel 2.0. Oh, 
And uh, also youtube.com slash one nerd show. That one's real. That one's real. Yeah. <laughs> so is trial 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> and so is the whole thing. Please send yeah, me the whole all, thing all is real. holes. All Any holes. and all best all holes. holes. Mainly the hole in your Dark heart. Dark holes, light holes, deep holes, shallow holes, all holes. Okay. Holes with like worms in them? Like the whole no, thing. Half don't, worms. Don't, don't give me any worms. Like yeah. I don't half. want a single worm. Yeah. If there's a worm in your holes. picture of a hole, I will, dilute, I will uh, block you. Like a black hole? Ooh, no. That's a good like one. A hole, no. A hole, the whole pie? No. If there's a W in your hole, you will get blocked. Hole. Yeah. Cool. All right. Oh, cool. I get cool. it. All right. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you for joining us, <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. Thanks for being on your uh, show, Kelly. Thank you. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, All right. I'm ready. Holes. Oh. <laughs> Hit that button. <laughs> thanks for listening to the process. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard here today, be sure to like our page over at facebook.com slash the process with John and Kevin. Uh, give us a like. Oh, I just said that. Yeah. It's all right. Subscribe over at soundcloud.com, iTunes, any podcasting app. Give us money at patreon.com slash the process. Follow us on Twitter at process podcasts. And that concludes season four. Who's going to be on season five? I don't know. I think let's 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 name some people. Ryan Styles. Let's let's name some people and then not have him on the show. We actually could get Ryan Styles. If he's out there, if he's listening to this. The Kelly Beaches episode. He's not. I'm going to ask him to be on the show. Are you? And then you'll have to fly up here. Because I've definitely had you well, he, ask other people uh, to finally, do it. I finally have learned that he knows who I am. And I think he respects <laughs> me on some level. Now you finally learned well, that? Well, no, because I was in the green room. Because it's weird yeah. being in the backstage with Ryan. Because yeah. you're always just like... Does he remember? Or? This is a secret conversation. No this one's going to get this far. So, yeah. uh, But... Um, yeah, I don't know. He's never said my name before, and I've like improvised oh, with him a lot. Really? But it's, he's just like kind of got this larger than life persona about right, him. Yeah, and that, I don't know if it's even his fault. It's just like, oh, there are so many people in his life. It's that... the person that inspired me to do improv. Right? <laughs> so it's like, uh, it's like, oh, no biggie. Right. And then he finally said your name. He was like, Kevin. Yeah. Well, you're it, it, bad. Was, it was. We were having a. a, a it was like just the GBU, and uh, we we're there's two groups, and we were deciding what formats we wanted to do. And I was like, I just like to do open. And then there's yeah. a lot of people being like, I want to do a three, two, one. And I was right. like, I just want to do open. And yeah. then Ryan's like, Well, he was like, Well, me and Kevin will be in the second group. And I was like, <laughs> Ryan wants well, to improvise with yeah. me. Amazing. He chose to put me in the second group. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's good cool. job. Yeah, so now I can ask him. That's, be like, that's, uh, he be essentially honest. agreed to do it, is what you're telling me. Yeah. Okay. I cool. mean, he knows who I am now, and I'm, you know, pretty good <laughs> in business. You're asking like him. another year, right? Yeah. So, all right, we're on the track to success. On the track. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks for everybody. listening to season four. Thank you. Bye. Hit that button. button. <laughs> Wait, we already, we, we did it already. All right.